Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the show today. So good to be here with you on this wonderful Wednesday morning. We are currently hosting our first Intuitive Soul Awakening, and it is so wonderful to see the magic that is being created by the participants and just all the goodness from the teachings and the transmissions that are coming through. And it's so amazing that we're going to be offering it again, August 17th, 18th, and 19th. So there's a link in the show notes if you would love to join us for this round. I'm also going to be introducing what right now is called an oracle call. We'll see what spirit wants it to be once we put it out into the world. But these will be a series of calls where we come together and I will intuit information. I will do spot coaching. I will answer your questions all inside a beautiful community. I just am really, really being called by spirit to create portals, to create spaces where we can all come together and be supported by one another and learn from each other and really be in devotion to our spiritual path and deepening our intuition as a way to empower ourselves to really choose our lives and move through these uncertain times with as much hope and strength and truth as we can create from within ourselves, right? Every thing you are looking for outside yourself lives inside you. That is where it comes from. And so this beautiful process, this learning, this journey of turning inward is what I'm so passionate about helping you do because I have seen what it has done for myself on my path when I have really walked this way of creating everything from within. So I will let you know more as those calls unfold at the end of August. And for our show today, Min is joining us and her question is around clearing blocks to abundance. And if her current inspiration that she's working on is leading towards her higher purpose. So this conversation takes us on a journey where we look at stepping outside of generational, religious and scarcity programming. We talk about plant medicine on your spiritual path and expanding our collective consciousness together. We look at the detriment of comparing ourselves to others and how this creates more separateness and how letting social media serve us rather than letting it divide us is the path forward. And we wrap up by talking about partnering with your dream maker to gather intuitive guidance. Something that I love, love, love is working with my dreams and connecting with all of the unconscious and subconscious and everything about consciousness, right? Inside of the dream space, inside of this realm where we really do allow our mind (laughs) to get out of the process. And we are fully inside of the big self working through our day-to-day existence, but inside of a much more expanded perspective. So 
I love dream work. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Enjoy this reading. I hope it touches your heart. My prayer is always that it lands perfectly in the correct ears at the correct time with the correct wisdom. I love you. Hi, Min. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you and to find out what comes through. So my first question, I actually have two questions. The first one is, is there anything else I can be doing to help to release the blocks towards my financial abundance? And I'm curious as to if I am doing a good job in a sense of clearing out some of the generational blocks from my ancestors as well, because I do feel like I'm carrying that weight and have been carrying that weight in this particular lifetime. And should I ask my second question or wait? If it's okay with you, let's just wait on that one because there is information coming through that I wanted to share. So as you're talking, what I see is it's a ring and it goes around your waist Mm -hmm. as if it's trying to contain you. And I, I definitely feel it as generational and it also like it's affecting or it's playing a part in your own story of motherhood. Mm. So do you care to share a little more about that? Motherhood in terms of me being a mother or you mean generational? You being a mother in this Mm. lifetime. Well, I have one son trying to, trying to feel what comes through. I mean, there is a part of me that really feels and believes that my son is the reason why I ended up having a son and not a daughter is because I do actually think he is part of helping to end the generational trauma and the generational, this kind of generational cycle of scarcity, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel that. And I don't know if that is what will manifest for him, but I have felt that for a very long time. Yeah. I also see it as in your maternal lineage, mm-hmm. there is a, like, I feel it coming in through my crown mm-hmm. and it comes down through my body. And it's this way, it's a belief about your divine connection mm-hmm. and how that is the true abundance that we live inside of. There's a lot of stories that I see coming through your lineage about what it means to be a woman specifically mm-hmm. and how women are allowed to be abundant. Mm, interesting. I mean, I do come from, I have two other sisters, so that's a coven. I've been told, you know, that's a coven. And my grandmother, my maternal grandmother lived until she was 101. And my mother currently is still alive. And I do feel like at least on the female side of my family, the lineage in terms of financial abundance, I do feel like there is a through line, but I also feel like there has been some, there's been some stagnation. So I don't know if what I'm doing now is helping to release that and shift the energy, or if there's something else I should be doing that will help to dramatically shift this energy and move it forward so that everything will start to flow. Yeah. What are the religious beliefs of your family? My parents are Buddhist. We grew up going to temple every Sunday. My parents did not, they didn't enforce 
any Buddhist tenets on us or, you know, make us go to temple if we didn't want to. But my sisters and I, we definitely believe in reincarnation. We believe in past lives. We definitely believe in our ancestors and definitely giving thanks to our ancestors, really revering them. I do believe in karma, that karmically there is a reason why my parents and my sisters, why we are a family in this particular lifetime. I think there were some generational wounds and trauma that needed to get healed. And I do believe that me and my sisters are meant to do that, at least in this particular lifetime. I mean, those things I've felt strongly for a very long time. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that. Was there a point that you know of in your family lineage where people were really poor and like specifically like not even enough food? I don't, I don't know that history to be quite honest with you. My, my paternal grandparents, I never knew them. They passed away before I was born. I was born in Korea. We moved to the United States when I was about five years old, but I do think probably on my father's Mm -hmm. side, there probably was some poverty. He's never spoken about it. And I quite honestly don't know any details. I don't even know, to be honest with you, how my paternal grandparents passed away, if it was from illness or something else. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm asking all these just to way I'm seeing the energy, just to have a little more information about what is going on for you. Uh, Cause with this question of, are you clearing the blocks? Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple things going on. So one in the Buddhist tradition, and I, I love the Buddhist traditions, there's still a storyline threaded through of service without payment, Mm. right? Like it's in devotion to, it's all about service without financial compensation. Mm -hmm. So that is running through you, right? That the remembrance of that through the tradition. right? And then the other piece that is coming through is from the Korean line where not just probably in your recent, like how you say with your dad, that you don't know, it's coming through as a culture as well, Mm -hmm. like how much that culture has suffered. Right. And you were born there. So what tends to happen to our energetic field when we spend formative years inside of a structure of society Mm -hmm. and belief that gets imprinted onto our field. Our field gets built with those stories inside of them. Even if it's not necessarily our exact experience, it's still living in the collective Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and your, your small, you know, innocent self picks up on that even like without you knowing. Right. So those are the places I see where there's freedom is possible for you mm-hmm. when you go in and you explore your generational, it's not even like you're wounding. It's more of the, like the bigger collective perspective, right. right. Of that wounding, right. That's going to be the place that you can find this. You can clear what you're looking to clear. Mm-hmm. It's not so deeply personal to you. Right. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. What comes up when I share all that? What are you making with that? 
I understand it and I definitely see it for what it is. When I observe it, I it all makes sense. But I think when you are in the the midst of it, sometimes it's, it's difficult to see clearly. So I appreciate that information that came through. Yeah. Would it be helpful to look at something specific? Like when you say when you're in the midst of it? No, I'm trying to think of an example. Probably not. I'm just trying to think of something that would be um, that would be helpful in this instance. And I don't, I can't think of anything in particular right now. That's fine. Where would you like to go? I mean, my second question was really, and I'm sure you get this quite often, is kind of just, you know, my higher purpose. I know that there is a higher purpose for me. I felt like I was called to start this podcast a few months ago. I had actually been, I've been pushing it off for quite a while. And it finally came to me at three o'clock in the morning, one early morning when I could not sleep again. So I got the very clear download about what I was supposed to do and the, the name of the podcast, everything. So my question is, is this podcast my higher purpose or is it, is it leading towards my higher purpose? And if so, who are the people that I should be aware of who will be coming into my path to help me with this endeavor? I love those 3 a.m. moments. <laughs> Oftentimes they're 3.33. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see 3.33. I mean, I see angel numbers all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm awake again at 3.33. What, mm -hmm. what have you got for me? I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> so I'm celebrating <laughs> you for taking action on that, right? Because so often we get those moments, but yet we wake up and then say, oh, oh not today. Mm -hmm. So huge celebration. Of, Thank you of taking that path. And when you were talking, I was getting a lot of sensation in my third eye mm. and the idea of it opening more for you that this podcast, and I apologize. I, I don't even know what your podcast is. I, I love to know the least amount of information about somebody before they come so mm -hmm. that I can be really just fluid in the time with you. Sure. The sense is that the podcast is here to help open your intuition and to help you see things that you were unable to see before. There's there's like a synergy, a coming together of conversations of people that change the way you see the world. Mm -hmm. There, It's here almost to, to rattle some of your beliefs is the way they're saying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would agree to a certain extent. I mean, the real impetus for starting the podcast was because I had, I had explored using psychedelics for therapeutic purposes. This is back in December, 2021. And I was called to do it. I was called to do psilocybin and it was a profound experience. It really shifted my mindset. I was already a very spiritual person, but it really set me on a completely different spiritual path not a different spiritual path, just a more open, even more expanded spiritual path. And fast forward to this year, when I got the call, the download to start the podcast, I really resisted. I was afraid. I felt really vulnerable. I doubted myself. I thought I have nothing else to offer. I don't have anything to offer the world. What I have to say has already been said. And the, the nudge was hard to ignore. And so I finally just did it. I took the inspired action and it absolutely has been 
it's been a blessing for me because I've met some really incredible people. These individuals have been open and vulnerable in sharing their personal journeys because I really want to be able to demystify the use of psychedelics for healing purposes and for spiritual growth. I feel like sharing these stories is one of the ways to do it. I think hearing somebody's personal story and being able to connect with it in some way is really the only way for us to feel connected to ourselves and to each other. Yeah, I agree. There's, there's so much value in hearing each other's stories mm -hmm. because we feel we're not alone. Absolutely. That there's that connection point that we're, we're all looking for love and belonging. And in sharing those deep and vulnerable parts of ourselves, we create that. Mm -hmm. So given the nature of the conversations, and I love the sense of humor of the guides. Sometimes they're like swirling all the colors and being mm -hmm. like, oh, psychedelics. <laughs> um, <laughs> those conversations just in themselves are expansive, right? They will rattle beliefs because we are yes. taught that this is how reality is and you just keep showing up for it. And it's like, well, not really. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and having these really powerful conversations, it's more than just the vulnerability part. I see it as helping others to see what's possible. Mm -hmm. Like we live with the parameters that our mind says are okay for us to believe these things. Right. And so there's this nature of how these conversations are going to expand that for people. I mean, I definitely believe that it, it is going to expand the consciousness, this collective consciousness that we are all feeling. I think even if you are not into the esoteric or as, you know, quote unquote, spiritual person, I think, you know, no one can deny that there is this energy and things are moving very quickly. And I know that time is a construct, but time is flying by, especially this year, 2023 has flown by. I mean, it is moving so quickly. So, I mean, my goal with the podcast is, as you said, is to really provide a platform for people to share their stories, but also to be able to share information so that it does help to expand somebody's perception and their consciousness about what is possible, what is possible beyond this three-dimensional reality, essentially. That this three-dimensional reality is not all that there is. There is so much more beyond that. Yeah, it's, it's allowing for people to remember mm -hmm. the fact that we're multidimensional. Yes. Like I get this sense of remember is the word, right? Because we all already know. It's, mm -hmm. it's just locked away inside us. Mm -hmm. It's gotten covered up by our pain, by our beliefs, by our stories, by scarcity. But inside, the light never goes away. Right. Light is always in us. And yet, you know, myself included for so many people, I feel like we're, we're struggling, like we're scrambling to keep the light, to find more light. Mm -hmm. And recognizing, remembering that the light is, is never going to go away. It's, right. it's the truth of who we are. Right. And so helping people to remember that truth through this stepping outside of the ordinary into the non-ordinary, the extraordinary of what we are capable of. Right. 
Is anything coming through from your guides about if there are any particular set of people or individuals that I should be mindful of, be aware of who will potentially be helping me? I mean, my goal with this podcast is for it to reach millions of people, for this information to reach a global audience. That is my intention. And just following like what that's leading to. So they're taking me to a memory of mine hmm. where I saw the, the sacred geometry in the sky and it prompted this conversation about the true internet hmm. of the, the cosmos, right? That is inside of this geometry. Right. Like they're not showing specific people, but what they are saying is for you to choose you decide who are the people that you believe can help you the most and give up comparison. Mm -hmm. The part of you that thinks that you can't reach out to them because you're less than them, or maybe you don't know as much as they do yet. Like all those stories, right. That you carry that are collective stories. They're not right. personal to you, right? Um, but that we carry them, right. We share them. Mm -hmm. And then we believe they're our own. They, we personalize them. Allow yourself to exist outside of that. Mm -hmm. And if there's a person that you want to reach out to, reach out and use the sacred geometry, like that, that connection that we're all intertwined right? as the way that you, it's like there's you and there's them and there's this fabric in between you. And as long as you believe that you're separate right. from them, then you will be. Right. So it's you choosing to view yourself differently right. that will then draw the people. Like you will create them rather than you have to go out and find them. Mm. They will just, you will just vibrate mm -hmm. and see them. Right. They will now see you. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess sometimes in this culture, I mean, I don't have imposter syndrome. I know that I know what I'm fully capable of. I'm very confident about that. I think it's just in this culture, particularly in this country, because of social media, there is a separateness, right? Mm -hmm. there, is, um, there is an element of that you can't potentially connect with somebody because of their position in this particular pop culture society. And that's unfortunate because I think that we can all learn from each other. And I think that everyone is, everyone's walking the path of their own hero's journey. So no one is more than or less than. So I think that's what I sometimes, sometimes I have a, I have a difficult time dealing with that. I mean, to be quite honest with you, if I didn't have to use social media to try and promote my podcast and the messages that I'm trying to get out there, I, I wouldn't do it. I'm not even on social media. Like, I mean, I have an Instagram account for my personal account, but I have posted nothing on it. It's one of those things where I just, it's that love-hate relationship. And I actually feel like we're mo more disconnected from each other because of social media than ever before. <laughs> I think it's a yeah. misnomer that it connects people because I actually think it makes people feel more separate. And it also, um, there's a lot of comparison. Mm -hmm. I and agree I with you. Yeah. Yeah. I choose to use social media as inspiration mm -hmm. and 
I honestly don't spend a lot of time looking at other people's accounts. Mm -hmm. I just show up from my account with always the prayer that whoever needs to hear it, hears it, that I'm sharing inspiration, hope, inspiration, truth. Right. From what I want to share, not what I think people want to hear, not because someone else said something, but really what's the truth of my heart that I want you to know today. Mm hmm. And, and I'm not saying like, go out there and use social media if you truly don't want to. Right. But there is a place in there for you to look at your resistance of it as a portal to seeing something different, Right. being able to use it somehow differently. Right. I mean, I know there's value in it, like you said, in terms of being able to be able to get out the information to as many people as possible in one fell swoop. So in that particular instance, it does have its benefits, but I also see the, the detrimental impact that it's had on people, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to mental health issues. So I think the jury's still out about the benefits or the negative benefit, you know, or the negatives mm -hmm. of social media. And the thing to remember is there are many paths. That is one path, right? And if you're really clear that that's not your path, then choose the path that is for you, that is the path of your heart and believe in the possibility, mm -hmm. right? Like if you're, if you hold the belief that you need social media in order to reach a large amount of people, then that's what you'll see. Right. If you hold a different belief that says, yeah, social media is one way that I can reach a lot of people. Right. But there were a lot of successful people in the world before we had social media. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> before email, so, <laughs> right. Before social media, right. Before the internet. Absolutely. Yeah. Like we existed, we thrived <laughs> before yes. we had it. So, yes. so follow that path, right. Ask for that guidance. Where is your portal? What is your place? Mm -hmm. How are you? What feels true for you and in alignment with you? Right. As the path to you marketing and sharing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your wisdom, your experience, this beautiful gift that you're here to share with the world. Right. It's a lot to think about and consider for sure. So there I'd love to just drop in a little thing where to me, that is a sign that the mind wants to come in and control what's happening. Mm -hmm. Right. When we go to that place of, oh, there's a lot, I've got to figure it out. I need to, you know, make something work or all of a sudden we are all in our head. Right. And, and we've been taught to do that. So it's, it's not like making you wrong or even the process, right. It's just right. part of the human experience. Right. The mind wants to say, Hey, I'm in control. I'm the right. one who's doing everything. You. Right. Yeah. You figure this out. Yes. I yeah. have a solution. Right. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, that stuff isn't really new. It's just right. based on past experience because that's mm -hmm. what the mind does. That's, mm -hmm. that's the information the mind has available. Right. It's when you step into your intuitive, creative space, when you drop into your heart, your body, your dreams, right? The nighttime wake-ups, right. that's actually where the magic and inspiration happens. That's where you're going to know what's the next step. Right. I'll need to meditate a little bit more on that. And maybe something will come through in my dreams because I do have very vivid dreams. So 
Yeah, I love the practice at night, especially when I've got something percolating is I I have a dream journal and I write a question mm-hmm. to the dream maker. Mm-hmm. What's my next step? Show me what I'm not seeing. Right. What what can you tell me about XYZ that happened? And then I, as soon as I wake up, I write it all down. And then I look at it through the lens of the question. Mm-hmm. And it's really potent because it's outside of the mind. It's another level of consciousness that you're accessing that is right. bringing the wisdom to you. Yes, I definitely agree. I mean, I've gotten a lot of information through my dreams. So I always trust the messages that come through, whether it's from my spirit guides or my higher self that I definitely don't doubt. Is there anything else you would like to know or how like bringing all this together? I mean, I don't think I have another question. Um, I mean, those were probably the two top of mind for me, but I would love to hear your conclusion or your thoughts on, is there a connection between my first question and the second one? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and And it has to do with coherence and who you're being thoughts, words, actions, energetic, like all of it moving in the same direction. Right. And if you're still running family line programming, religious programming, scarcity programming through your energy field, that is going to affect what it's affecting is your power source, right? Because every project we put out into the world, every endeavor that we want to do requires a level of power of chi of prana from within us. Right. And when we're leaking energy into these places that are sort of broken in our energy field, not that you're broken, but that our actual energy can get broken. Right. You don't have the power necessary to take your dream, your vision, your purpose to the level that you can see. Right. So mm-hmm. cleaning up these, mm-hmm. these pockets, these places, collecting that energy, giving it back to your body so that it can splint it. Right. Will then create a place where you can sit on your domain of power and not power the way we think of it in capitalism. but power, like your divine sovereign Mm -hmm. power from the planet, from the earth, right. From God, that part of your power. Right. So the more you do to give yourself that, then you can fuel your dreams. You can bring your big vision to the world without depleting yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm definitely learning to embrace my divine feminine more. That's definitely been coming through, which I've been really enjoying. So yeah, she's a powerful force. She'll definitely help you. Yeah, she definitely is. Mm -hmm. Does this feel like an okay place to land today? Yes. This has been a really Mm -hmm. lovely conversation. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.